There are some in the hygiene industry that view adhesives as a necessary evil, as something that can get the job done, but aren't always the best to work with. As an adhesive producer, we don't agree with that at all. In fact, when used correctly and backed by a company that offers expertise and support, we think adhesives can help you achieve all of your business goals, whether it be reducing costs, materials, or downtime, transitioning to more sustainable materials or products, making your products more comfortable or aesthetically pleasing, or just making sense of changes or new trends in the industry, adhesive and adhesive application equipment producers can help. We know many hygiene article producers can't be experts on adhesives and all of the other materials and pieces of equipment that go into producing their products. Luckily, Bostic is here to help. Welcome to Attached to Hygiene. I'm your host, Jack Hughes. On every episode of Attached to Hygiene, Bostic and other industry experts provide valuable insight into market and consumer trends in the disposable hygiene industry and how article producers can increase their success and reach their business goals. On today's episode, we're going to introduce you to the benefits of adhesives as a bonding solution, how long adhesives have been used in hygiene articles, how they can support initiatives like product design, aesthetics, sustainability, operations, and cost reduction, and how adhesive producers and adhesive application equipment manufacturers can help support your team and product improvements. Here to help me discuss the benefits of adhesives as a bonding technology are Alan Ramsbeck from Norsen and Russ Dzinski from Bostic. Alan, as our guest from outside of Bostic, we'll start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background in the industry and what you find most interesting about working in the hygiene industry? Well, hello, Jack and Russ, and thanks for uh, including me in today's Bostic podcast. I am this year celebrating 30 years with Nordson. First 10 years of my career were in engineering, uh, the next 10 in product line management, and this last 10 in, in marketing roles. And uh, most of that time has been spent in what Nordson refers to as our non-wovens business, really focused on disposable absorbent hygiene articles like baby diapers, femme care products, adult and Cohen. It really related products. And uh, I'd say the thing that I really enjoy about the industry is that it's, uh, when it's highly competitive, uh, you know, customers are always innovating and we get to participate in that that innovation, deliver value. And also I'd say the other part is the global nature of the business is, um, is really amazing. It's really offered me a lot of opportunities to travel interact with customers and colleagues around the world and uh, a lot of co-suppliers like Bostic, you know, as we kind of compare notes and uh, collaborate and kind of take, get our different takes on the industry, just kind of like what we're doing today. Absolutely. I'd say the the one the one big thing that I like or one of the many things that I like is that global nature of the the business and having global customers, global organizations and 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 really being in, able to interact from people from from all sorts of different regions and, and different backgrounds, which is really, really great. Mm-hmm. And Russ, same same to you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you find most interesting about working in the hygiene industry? I joined the non-wovens group um, within Finley Adhesives at the time, about 1985. Prior to that, I had spent a number of years in quality and then in flexible packaging technical support. And, you know, I guess what I appreciate being in the industry is just seeing the, I guess, the growth in productivity and quality, you know, just the product development over the years and where the industry has come in in the 35 years since I've joined. 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it's been great to see that uh, that innovation. I mean, even in the last four and a half years since I've been at Bostic and working in this industry, the the innovations and the changes in the industry have been uh, a lot to keep up with. So I'm, I'm sure in your slightly longer career in the hygiene industry, you've seen a lot of, of changes. And uh, I, I certainly understand that excitement. So we'll dive right into the the subject of our, our podcast today or our episode today, which is hot melt adhesives and, and adhesives as a bonding technology. And Alan, we'll we'll start with you. Can you give us a little background on how long hot melt adhesives have been used in the production of hygiene articles? Yeah, I have to say that uh, you know my 30 years, Russ has 35, so he 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 has an extra five years of perspective on me. But uh, back when I joined Nordson in 1990, uh, you know, 30 30 years ago, uh, 1990 1991, there was a, a transformation of of technology, adhesive bonding technology, moving from fine lines, you know, construction to our uh, Nordson controlled fiberization, which is a swirling of adhesive, and and uh, you know, for me, that was a really important step in terms of the modernization of the um, of let's say the baby diaper. I do know that historically, the uh, another key uh, milestone was the introduction of the super absorbent. You know, it's probably defining the modern diaper in a lot of ways, even though, you know, disposable diapers go back many years. I understand that happened in the early to mid 80s. And so you know, that's kind of the, uh, we're, we're talking about adhesive usage over many, many years, but really an evolution in terms of the uh, adhesive formulations and the, uh, the techniques for dispensing adhesive have changed over the years considerably to, you know, really support innovation and um, speed increases and really, um, you know, improved product designs. Alan, I, I certainly agree with you on a couple of the milestones. I think we've had been fortunate that we've had a little bit of a, a diaper museum within uh, Bostic. And so we had some early samples that date back to like the mid-50s. So you know, longer than I've been alive. And, uh, you know, at that time, the diaper was was pretty primitive. So I could best describe it as like a couple layers of paper towel with a polyethylene back sheet and a bead of adhesive down each side to hold everything together. Mm -hmm. It was it was fastened with the same safety pins that cloth diapers were in the day. And was really marketed towards uh, people vacationing. So they didn't have to worry about, you know, carrying along dirty cloth diapers until they got to their travel destination. So mm -hmm. I think that was that was the start of it. But, you know, as Alan mentioned, the absorbent core and specifically super absorbents. And then, you know, the development of elastic attachment leg gathers and such were all some pretty significant uh, milestones in the road. I knew that the uh, the original diapers were pretty much just some some paper towels with a little bit of adhesive and and you know obviously a, a connection point with the with the safety pins and I've also heard of some feminine hygiene products being something pretty similar with a, a sort of belt or or chassis but I didn't realize that they were really just marketing to people who were traveling and obviously now they are the the standard of the industry so that's <laughs> that's that's something new that I learned today which is great. Now, Russ, we'll, we'll start with you on this one. Uh, what are the key areas where adhesive technology brings value to the hygiene article? 
I think if I can summarize that, it's really um, product design flexibility, which then leads to kind of improved comfort, fit, and performance of the finished product. So essentially, the adhesives kind of enable you to to virtually select the you know the optimal material for any application, and then combine them in an efficient manner. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, that makes a lot of sense, Russ. I, th- I think the uh, the flexibility is really really key. You know, I always uh, you know, of course, we we serve lots of different lines of business, as as does uh, Bostic. I always say, with the right adhesive and the right dispensing equipment, you can bond virtually anything together. You know, this this industry in particular is um, really a great example of adhesives and adhesive dispensing equipment enabling. Uh, high-speed production of high-quality products. I mean, you're talking baby diapers, state-of-the-art, let's call it 1,200 diapers per minute, right, depending on the product size, 20, 20, 20 diapers per second. And you just kind of try to wrap your head around that 20 pieces per second of a product that has, you know, really a lot of technology, a lot of layers, a lot of bonding applications. Sometimes, you know, they advance advanced features like um, wetness indicators or other additives, and you know, so it's it's to me, it's that um, it's the flexibility in product design, it's the product of uh, production efficiency, and yeah, the, and the, the flexibility also to accommodate you know the realities of reproduction world, which are often you know producing a, a production asset, maybe producing multiple product sizes or let's say a premium product and a basic product. So there's a lot of changeover, and that's that's supported by adhesives, um, by the adhesive technology, the formula and the dispensing equipment um, really do a great job in terms of delivering that high quality, that production efficiency, that that low cost. You know, it's it's uh, it's really really pretty amazing. For sure, for sure. And and Alan, you mentioned the, the twelve hundred pieces a minute. I, I think both of you have probably been in a few more diaper uh, manufacturing facilities or IG manufacturers facilities than I have. But when you see those machines running and just kind of whipping out diapers or pads or, or really any sort of hygiene product, it's really impressive to see. And and I, I think something that's probably taken for granted by most users or or purchasers of the product. Now, Alan, you, you touched a little bit on the, the production of efficiency and some of the, the benefits to the article producers themselves outside of the benefits that are brought to the, the articles, but is there anything that you'd like to add to, to that uh, outside of maybe production efficiency and, and the quality? Yeah, I think for for our our mutual customers, again, we are delivering a uh, you know a time tested, proven technology. I think there's. Uh, you know, it works. It's demonstrated to work in 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 production. It is it is the standard today. I think um, you know we try to make uh, our systems uh, easier to use. Certainly, try to uh, identify opportunities where we could deliver value to the industry. I think it's always really important to you know consider at the end of the day, there's somebody that's tasked with you know making making a product, and there's a lot of pressure in these production environments. You know, think about that twelve hundred diapers per minute. I, I try to uh, use the analogy of a money printing machine because really it's really what it is. 
because, you know, the machine stops, it's not printing money, you know, and, and the pressure is really high in, in a production environment. And so our systems, the adhesive bonding systems, have a high degree of reliability to ensure, you know, maximum production uptime. Again, they're, they're kind of a known technology. And there's also, you know, sustainability that factors into it. And, uh, you know, that's a hot topic of the day. And um, I think there, you know, you, you're, 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 you're talking about the ability to accommodate trends in materials without, you know, really limitations. You know, again, we can bond virtually any substrates, uh, sheet-based, um, strand-based, uh, sheet-based, cores, you know, three-dimensional, perforated, you know, all these things can be bonded with the right adhesive uh, bonding solution, right adhesive, the right solution, right dispensing equipment. And so, you know, we're really supporting um, sustainability in terms of what is, a, I, I think it's really a revolution in terms of material sciences, in terms of the, the substrates that are being used. You're starting to see a lot of natural-based uh, materials. Cotton is becoming more prevalent. You, you see a lot of premium products with cotton content, for example. And, you know, adhesives have no problem accommodating the various uh, new materials materials that are on the market. I agree with you, Alan. You know, you look at operational efficiency and, and flexibility, and I've been on trials um, that lasted a couple of days where the private label manufacturer had literally changed products and, you know, produced three different products, substantially different products within um, the course of the trial. And all of those were relatively efficient changeover, um, and the adhesive systems really allow that to happen quickly with minimal scrap, you know, and, and you mentioned sustainability, and it's not only kind of the, the new substrates that we're working with today, but just the continuum of um, down gauging of top sheets, back sheets that I can think of, and, and even in the changeover process, just really minimizing, you know, production scrap in that process to to be back up and running um, and producing sellable top quality product as fast as you can. Well, that was a whole lot of information, but I definitely want to <laughs> dive dive deeper into into a couple of the things that each of you mentioned. You know, we we you talked cost, operations, aesthetics and comfort, product design, and and sustainability. I think were the big ones. Given that you both just mentioned sustainability and some of the benefits, I think I want to dive dive into that one first. So obviously, adhesives are are a pretty small part of the article, so it's it's hard to believe that you know, we can make such an impact on on sustainability and this, the uh, sustainability of the product. So can you tell me a little more about about how adhesives can play a role in sustainability? And and Alan, I think we'll, we'll start with you. Sure, Jack. Uh, yeah, adhesives, uh, uh, I think for most products, they're, they're really a small portion of the product, I think on average, somewhere around 3%. And so, you know, the uh, again, it's that flexibility to accommodate the different substrates, you know, that that's creating uh, a lot of opportunities for the producers. Again, I you know mentioned previously, it's it's a really competitive business, and you know that's one thing I really like about it. It's always evolving. They're always trying to gain market share. They're trying to deliver value to their customers. They want to have the best product on the market. They want to have their babies in in uh, you know wearing the best, right? They want they want them to be comfortable. They want to avoid any sort of uh, you know skin irritation and so on. And so you know. 
parents are, are are looking for that. It's really ultimately what's driving the market. It's it's the opportunities to sell sell more of your product, gain market share, or gain in profit. And that's done with differentiation. I think those producers that uh, you know don't continue to innovate, they'll be left behind. And you know a big part of that, I think, for the younger generation is is much more in tune with earth friendliness, sustainability, and so on. And they're almost kind of getting to a point where and you you can survey the products on the market, you see more and more of these products and product claims that are, you know, bio-based, crop-based, natural. All you have to do is, you know, you know, survey your shelves at your local market or one of the online retailers, and you can see that those trends are undeniable. So it's it's that natural content that I think, um, you know, there's a pull from the from the market, the end, uh, the, the customers. And ultimately, it's that, that adhesives that are enabling a lot of that um, that development. So again, I think that's uh, we we play a really important role in the overall process. And you know, again, I think we 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 continue to look for opportunities. I think that's that's the beauty of the industry is it's never standing still. We're always trying to you know participate. That's the fun part of it. You want to be part of that solution. You want to be part of the change, part of the evolution, part of the improvement. And uh, we play an important part both both the adhesive formulators and the equipment suppliers. Yeah, I mean, today's substrates certainly are are interesting and then directionally moving towards more natural or sustainable materials. Um, we're actually working to do the same with the adhesives themselves. And uh, as you mentioned, I think today's parents are, are much more serious. We've both been in the industry long enough to see uh, a couple waves of sustainability, but this one seems to be a, a much stronger wave that I think is going to with us for years to come. Yeah, you think about Russ about the um, you know some of the recent developments. Recent, recent for me being uh, you know time goes by quickly. So it's probably about five years ago, give or take. I I could be off. My sense of time as I get older seems to be a bit distorted. But you know, like the the the, the move to thin to more garment like products. You know, it was the PNG Drymax core that kind of led the way, and then a lot of other companies followed. And that's you know to me another important milestone in terms. of of the you know the transformation of the products thinner products you know there's less material there it poses real challenges in, in those cases with you know high super absorbent content to fluff or wood pulp and you know you have to stabilize it so there's always these challenges and it's kind of behind the scenes work I think most uh, people uh, consumers of, of let's say baby diaper they're not thinking about the adhesive in the product right it's it's they they care they care about the fit they care about the comfort, right? Uh, the convenience, and you know that's that's kind of the beauty of it. We're working behind the scenes, enabling a lot of these advancements that they're you know they're benefiting from. So uh, again, that's to me kind of re- rewarding. But a- again, this the innovation in the industry is undeniable. And I expect it to continue, you know, well into the future. Yeah, it's it's crazy to to see all the changes. It's uh, you know, Russ, you you made the comment that you think this this kind of new wave of and not not so much new, but this uh, this most recent wave of sustainable products is here to stay. I, I would completely agree. I think it's we can see inside of Bostic and and definitely within the, our our customers and, and and the allied suppliers and and other suppliers in the industry the seriousness with which which they're pursuing and and taking this new sustainability 
trend. I don't know if we, I guess we would call it a trend. And yeah, just the the innovation and design of the products and and how those are are moving and and evolving has been has been fun to see and and interesting to see just over the last five years. But even looking back a little further than that, now diving into that that product design and, and innovation a little bit. Russ, we'll start with you on this one. How do you see that adhesive technology supporting the design of the product? Well, again, I think, you know, as as we change materials, the adhesives are, you know, a catalyst to, to kind of adapt to the, the different range of materials and really allow the, the manufacturers to, to optimize, you know, each component within the disposable article. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's key. You know, it's that it's that flexibility, right? I mean, I think that the reality today is that uh, product designs are kind of built around you know adhesive capabilities, and um, you know the products are designed for that. And you know there is a lot of flexibility there. And you know whether it's in substrates or different product sizes or features, you know it's going to be interesting to see where the industry goes in the future. But I think one thing's for certain is, you know, change change is inevitable. And, you know, adhesive bonding technology has proven to be very capable in terms of supporting change. And so I think, uh, you know, moving forward as equipment investments are made, I think it's a safe bet. It's a low risk bet to invest in, in adhesive bonding technology. I think it's going to serve the market well for, for many years to come. Yeah, I would I would definitely definitely agree with that. I think as you said, the the adhesive, you know, formulations and the the uh application technology has certainly kind of evolved every step of the way as the products have evolved and obviously <laughs> both Nortz and Abasic are heavily invested in continuing on with that to continue to support our our customers and the industry as a whole as it as it continues to evolve. Yeah, we're certainly not standing still, right? I, th- I know there's just, just a tremendous amount of activity. Uh, you know, I can speak directly for Nordson. We're, we're d- investing heavily. I know companies, leading companies like Bostic are, are investing heavily, accommodating the trends, looking into the future, trying to anticipate changes. You know, one example of that is, you know, we anticipate speed changes. So if the state of the art today is 1,200 diapers per minute, we want to make sure we're prepared for 1,500 or, or, or above. And so that's kind of something that, uh, you know, we mutually, I think, look at as industry leaders. We're anticipating the changes, what the industry needs from us and proactively working on development so that you know, we can continue to support the industry. No, and I know we talked about the evolution of substrates and and you know, disposable products and milestones in the converting industry. But looking over my career here too, just some of the milestones that and Nordzen has helped us with as far as the flexibility. It's not maybe not the newest, but the whole UM technology platform just allows so much flexibility, as you mentioned. Now you can change different spray technologies, slot coating technology, and and other advances, even like Trio, you know, again, just give great flexibility and control, as you mentioned, as we continue to, to kind of push the, the line speed capabilities and, and continue to maintain or even increase quality standards as well at these, you know, new line speed thresholds. Yeah, that's a 
That's a really good point, Russ. It reminds me that um, you know sometimes you get the question, well, why why not why not just use one adhesive and one dispensing technology for every application? You know, let's say there's 16 applications in a product, for example, depending on how heavily featured it is. You know, why don't you just use one spray nozzle, one one dispensing technique? Why don't you use just one adhesive instead of multiple adhesives? Why do you have construction elastic and these specialty adhesives? And formulations, it's really a reflection that the emphasis is on producing the best product to win market share. Ultimately, the producers, they, they have to differentiate. It's all about producing a product that the, the consumers want, right? It's not about producing the simplest, lowest cost product. Job one is producing the product that the consumers want because that's the way they get rewarded with market share. Then the profitability follows. So, Again, that's why companies like Bostic and Nordson have a portfolio of products to really optimize the different applications, optimize for performance, optimize for, let's say, comfort, optimize for uh, cost. You know, it's all all has to be considered at the end of the day. So it's, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. But again, that keeps it interesting. Working in an in- industry where there's the emphasis is on, you know, innovation, making the best, you know, highly competitive, being better than your competition, it's a great place to be. And again, you know, for me, that's a big part of my satisfaction with working in an industry for, you know, the better part of 30 years now. Great point there, Alan. Yeah, I, I certainly remember uh, many years ago when when more of the disposable hygiene lines were the multi-purpose adhesive or, you know, two, maybe three adhesives was a uh, cutting edge technology. And I know, again, one of the recent line commissionings that I was involved in uh, right before COVID, I think there were uh, seven different Nords and Melt systems on the line. And uh, well, I can tell you that there were some some of the same adhesives in different melt tanks. It was certainly configured to give us flexibility for the future. Should some of those materials change, um, mm-hmm. now we could easily change adhesives and, uh, you know, and help the customer meet their customer's needs. Yeah, and I, I think the we'll touch on this many times in, in this episode, and, and Alan, you, you've already mentioned this, but it's really about kind of enabling you know, our customers, the, the article producers, to to meet the needs of their customers, and and adhesives and and the the application systems can do that. You know, we do that we do that really well, and and it it, it alludes to that we can't have a one size fits all because different different producers are are doing different things to not just serve their their markets overall, but to serve different needs and different regions. So really being able to be flexible across the board has has really benefited us in being able to properly serve serve our customers. Now we touched a little bit on on product design and 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 Alan, you uh, alluded to this a little bit, but we know that the majority of adhesive applications are not visible to the consumer. So what do you mean that they bring aesthetic benefits uh, in your comments earlier? And we'll we'll start with you, Alan. Yeah, so aesthetics to me means more than just kind of visual appearance. I think most people think, you know, aesthetics, it's, you know, pleasing to the eye. But I think in the case of, you know, the, these products, it's, you know, it's the total experience, right? It's engaging all your senses. You know, you think about it again in the context of I'm a new parent. I have a, you know, a beautiful baby at home. I, I want them to have the best, right? I, I, I want to take the best care of them that I can. You know, it's really, 
about, you know, the visual, uh, the quality of the product, you know, the consistency of the product. It's about the feel of the product. It's about the smell of the product, right? It's engaging all the senses. So the aesthetics of it is really the total experience. It's the fit. To me, it's also the fit of the product. How well does it fit? Is it comfortable? Is the parent, you know, uh, feeling like they're doing right by their, their child? A lot of that has to do with the substrate developments, things like, you know, I, I, cotton, cotton to me, at least in the United States, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but it's it's kind of the, um, it's the standard for comfort, right? You know, what, what, what do you go to on a hot, hot day? You know, I, I want a cotton breathable shirt, right? I want some, I want to be comfortable. Well, I want my baby to be comfortable as well. So again, it's getting back to the adhesives, accommodating the different substrates. It's about adhesives being able to, you know, manage things like odor, you know, uh, low, low odor, uh, no odor, you know, it's the look the fit, the feel of those products that are enabled through adhesive bonding technology. Again, all done at super high speeds. You know, what the consumer doesn't see is that those diapers that you have in your hand, that 20 pieces were, were produced in one second. That's pretty amazing. So that you can produce a product with those aesthetics, that that quality, that look and feel at such high production speeds, you know, is really, I, I think, is pretty amazing. Agree. You know, as you mentioned, aesthetics goes way beyond visual, and, and we do a lot of work here, um, you know, on, again, odor control and softness of products, and just not, you know, softness of the individual materials, but then then when we create an article out of it, that, that article itself, you know, is held to those same high softness standards and quality standards. Um, it's pretty amazing what, what we're able to do when you combine the adhesive and application technologies. Yeah, yeah, I would I would absolutely agree with that, Russ. It's when you go to a diaper line, you see you see the the rolls of materials, you see the melt tanks, you see you know all all this all this different machinery and all the materials in different places. And Alan, you mentioned it's coming out twenty pieces a second, and uh, and to be able to to produce that quality product that not just meets the kind of basic need of working and and not leaking, but also is aesthetically comfortable and isn't um, you know harmful and holds together uh, and, and is easy to ship doesn't smell all that stuff it's very impressive to see and to, to, to think about when you take a step back now diving a little deeper into the operations you both have touched on this and I can't speak for you Alan but I know when um, when any of our customers are having kind of operational issues or questions of you know surrounding the adhesives Russ is our, our go-to guy internally for you know across the globe so you know can you can you talk a little bit about the enablement of of the operations for article producers that adhesives contribute to and, and Russ we'll start with you you know, again, as you mentioned, the adhesives and the application equipment is a, a technology that, you know, our customers are very familiar and comfortable with. They they certainly do call us to, you know, consult on occasion if they have a problem. I also know that, you know, Nordson has a a network of, you know, technical reps in the different regions that are waiting to serve customers as well. And uh, working together, again, if, if the customer does have a problem, I think we're both very responsive and can, can get customers back up and running uh, with really minimal downtime. And 
as Alan mentioned earlier in the interview, when the machine's not running, it's it's not making money. So minimizing the downtime, I think, is is huge. Yeah, I agree, Russ. You know, that's again, you got have, have to put yourself in in the shoes of the guy that's on the floor running the machine. You know, it's it's a, you know it's a stressful environment. Like a lot of industries, there's uh, we're do, we're doing the same job with fewer people, and so you know, reliability is is really the name of the game. You you have to be running day in day out, right? You have to have equipment that's easy to use. That you know, everything requires some service, but um, you know it has to be easy to service, get it back up and running, minimize the downtime, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, schedule, uh, have, have any sort of maintenance operations that can be predicted and uh, taken care of during, you know, scheduled downtime. So again, we're very sensitive to that. I think mutually that, uh, you know, we need to deliver robust, reliable bonding solutions that, uh, you know, help our help our customers be successful. Um, I think we both have, you know, that's something that Bostic and Nordson shares. We do have organizations and a business model that's, uh, you know, it's a high level of support. It's not about just selling the equipment. It's about pre and post sale. It's about building those relationships and being there you know, there, there are always there, there are issues in everything, right? No matter how how good something is, issues do arise. And I think what separates the elite, you know, the, the best suppliers from the rest is those instances when, hey, there's a problem. And when you call, if you call Bostic, you call Norton, you're going to get support. You're going to get somebody, you're going to get a level of support to get it addressed and get you back in, in operation or what, addressing whatever that is. So again, to me, that's... Um, Something I, I personally take pride in. I like working for a company that, uh, you know, again, puts the customer first. And I think that's what we have mutually between Nordson and Bostic is, is we have that uh, that commitment. Yeah, absolutely. And not to <laughs> toot, toot our own horns, but obviously some of that support and additional, you know, education and things like that trickles down to things like this, you know, podcast. We we invest in not just the support on the line, but the the support to educate the customers and the industry at large on what's going on, what trends are happening and 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 all sorts of different topics. And uh, I, I think there are you know, many organizations in the in the industry that that do that and, and do that well and and pride themselves on that. And I think I think it lends itself to a, a much better educated industry overall and, and one that's able to kind of move forward quickly and evolve because there's there's uh, companies out there that are willing to share information and, and spread it as much as possible. So and, and, you know, Alan, you said you take pride in it. We certainly take pride in that as well. Now. I think it would be inappropriate not to recognize the existence of alternate bonding technologies out there, such as ultrasonic bonding, you know, a competitor of ours. Cost being a very important topic, subject, concern for for not just producers, but uh, but all the suppliers and and, and even consumers, the end, end consumers. How would you compare the cost of using hot melt adhesive to other technologies? And, and Alan, we'll start with you. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a good topic to touch on for sure. You know, ultrasonic bonding. There's been a significant promotion um, of of that technology in the industry, probably going back four or five years. 
probably an acceleration and uh, really really a strong push at at the uh, at the OEM level to investigate you know where that technology fits and uh, you know the cost cost of it so so cost is a you know it's it's kind of a loaded term you know what what is cost I mean you have to look at the total cost of ownership ultimately and um, you know ultrasonic bonding makes a claim of course that uh, the adhesive cost is eliminated but again you have to look at the total cost and uh, adhesive cost is, is a consumable, it's kind of a pay-as-you-go model versus the ultrasonic bonding model, which is a, um, a more significant initial investment. And um, I think some of the ultrasonic bonding companies claim about a two-year payback. But I think what you have to keep in mind is, is that um, you know, adhesive allows you to do things that you can't do ultimately with ultrasonic bonding. So we talked about some of the natural substrates. Uh, ultrasonic bonding relies on, on melting of, of the substrates. Basically, it's a welding process. You can think of it that way. And some of the trends in industry, like thinner substrates, can be very difficult to bond reliably and consistently with ultrasonic bonding. I'm not saying, you know, again, take take it with a grain of salt. I mean, of, of course, I, I work for a company that's uh, firmly invested in the uh, adhesives business, right? But I, I try, try to be fair about it. And uh, there are places certainly where, you know, structural, when when you only want to bond and it's, it's um, uh, you know, structural, there are places that, uh, uh, or features and products that have been served by ultrasonic bonding over the years, like some side seaming on the uh, on pant products and cuff tack down and, and so on. They can also be done with adhesives, but it's not uncommon to see those. But some some of the pushes into other applications, honestly, have really failed. In fact, recently we've started to see a trend where we are replacing ultrasonic bonding equipment with adhesive equipment. And you know why is that? It's really about what we talked to, about today: is is flexibility. Is that there is an inherent inflexibility to ultrasonic bonding. If you're making the same product day in, day out, and it works well, and you're never, you're not going to change the size, you're not going to change the materials, that might be a different story. But again, we talked today about the innovation of the industry, the changes in substrates, the changes that are happening today, the changes that will happen tomorrow that we don't even know about. Again, it really comes down to risk and capabilities. And, and so to me, ultimately, adhesive bonding is, is a much lower risk option. And it also does things that ultrasonic bonding ultimately can't do. Again, you know, in fairness, there are places and applications where it does make sense. You know, again, it really depends on the the product, the production scenario, and so on. So uh, I think both have a place, but I strongly believe that adhesive bonding has some very distinct advantages. Agreed. And, you know, again, I think you do have to give credit where credit is due. There are some places where technologies like ultrasonic bonding or, you know, cold pressure welding, things like this actually um, served the industry very well over the years. You mentioned side seams in, in the pull-on type products, um, leg cuffs as far as closure around the elastic strands. 
those all have kind of proven themselves and been a niche over the years. You know, the caution there being, as you mentioned, now it's changing substrates. Um, you can quickly run into a challenge. Uh, another area that we've kind of seen alternate bonding technologies on and off is in mechanical fastener areas, sometimes with and without adhesive. And, and sometimes I think the adhesive has played a role when there's been maybe a material change and, you know, one technology doesn't quite get the job done by itself, then we end up combining technologies to make an acceptable quality product. The other concern, you know, we've talked about sustainability and down gauging and with some of the other bonding technologies, um, sometimes we've heard of risks of overbonding. And in that case, you know, overbonding can lead to pinholing and pinholing can lead to leakage and, you know, negative consumer feedback. So again, I, you know, as you mentioned, I think the adhesive technology over the years has kind of proven itself to be extremely reliable, you know, for our customers and, and gives them a quality product to pass on to the consumer. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great a great assessment. I mean, we know there are benefits for USB technology. We know there are benefits for adhesives, obviously, and then we are we are in, invested in in those benefits. Uh, but it's it's been interesting to see how how those you know both sides of the coin have evolved a little bit and will continue to evolve to serve the needs of customers. Now, uh, related to, I think, Alan, your comment earlier about uh, adhesives being consumables, I guess I'll be a bit controversial here. We've heard the the phrase that hot melt adhesives can be described as a necessary evil, but I think it's clear from from our discussion that they not only bring value, but are are the most flexible bonding solution for today's products. And, and you both of you have discussed a lot about that to meet the needs of the consumer. So Russ, we'll start with you. What what are you working on or what is Bostic working on to make the use of adhesives even more, even more easier? That's not proper, even easier and more appealing. I mean, I guess this is where I feel a high level of ownership, kind of having been on the applications end of the adhesive for uh, most of my career. But when I hear that adhesive is a necessary evil, my usual response is you haven't talked to people like me or Alan enough. And, and just to expand on that, um, you know, I really think that some of the adhesive applications have maybe gotten a bad rap, maybe from either some low cost raw materials or maybe inferior application equipment, things like operator training. You kind of combine all of those. And, and again, when I hear a response that adhesive is a necessary evil, I'm like, um, I guess I'd like to spend a little more time with you and, and introduce you to Bostic and, and kind of look at your equipment capabilities and, and maybe make some suggestions for improvement because I don't think adhesive should be viewed as the necessary evil. I think they, in many cases, should be viewed as, you know, this allows us to do X, which we couldn't do with another technology. Yeah, I think I, I can hear your the uh, passion in your voice, Russ. You know, you hear evil, you know, it's something is near and dear to your heart. You know, you spent, you know, much of your career on the front lines of fuel, 
if you will, right, on application focused. And when I see necessary evil, I'm, I kind of like you, I, I like uh, taking it back a little bit, you know, hey, that's that's what we do. And we take a lot of pride in that. And so, you know, I think reality, though, you strip that back and, and um, you know, necessary. I, I like to hear necessary. At, le- at least it acknowledges that uh, adhesives and adhesive bonding are really critical part of what they do today. And again, what, what they do is pretty, uh, pretty phenomenal, you know, the high production speed, the high product quality is really a, a modern marvel, I think. And, you know, are, are we perfect? You know, are there experiences that, that our, our customers have had that make, uh, you know, be negative in terms of their adhesive experience? Sure, a lot of that's, you know, that's, that there, there are things out there. And again, as you mentioned, you know, we don't know the history, but, you know, we, we're committed to being the best we can be. Uh, we know there's always opportunity for improvement. We like to spend a lot of time listening to customers and understanding, you know, where we can be better, where we can deliver value. And, you know, we're committed to, to doing that. We're committed to, you know, on the equipment side of things, making things, um, you know, even more reliable, easier to service when you do need to service on that. It can be, you know, things like single minute exchange of nozzles or filters or service items, trying to make it more intuitive, simpler, you know, trying to take, you know, relieve the the operators of of any burden of maintaining or operating the equipment, trying to make their lives easier. So again, we're always looking for opportunities to to do that. And, uh, you know, we're committed to kind of a a brighter future, but we think that the, uh, the core technology, adhesive bonding, you know, it's here to stay. It's it's being applied to many different industries. And again, you know, it's 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 the right adhesive with the right equipment will deliver a very positive experience, allow producers to be very successful, uh, you know, today and, and into the future. I agree. And, you know, when, as I was listening to you here, I was thinking, you know, you talk about two companies that are kind of committed to the industry. And I know we both have extensive application laboratories where, you know, we're more than happy to work with customers to really optimize the performance of not only our systems, but material combinations and ultimately their product. And again, I think our commitment to the industry there is something that that you don't necessarily see with some other options. Good point, Russ. I know I know both Bostic and Nordson have labs globally that are really intended to support customers in terms of applications and exploration and 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 of course you know the the reality is the production environment is not the not a place for testing. It's it's uh, it's focused singularly on producing product, right? And so those assets that we offer our customers can be really invaluable in terms of their assessment of different ideas. And so, you know, we're always, you know, excited to work with customers on new ideas they might have and trying to, you know, again, it's another way we can deliver value. And I agree with you, that's not something that's necessarily the norm in the industry, but something where, you know, companies like Nordson and Bostic excel and, you know, differentiate from, from the rest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, well said, <laughs> both of you, I, I think uh, the 
ability for for adhesives to be you know to offer flexibility you know the the innovation that's happening not just at, at bostic but you know some of our competitors that that are enabling some of these trends to move forward particularly around sustainability and we we mentioned earlier where that's going and and we we don't think that's going away by any means you know, adhesives are, are really going to be the the enablers to uh, to allow for that technology, at least as, as things stand right now. And 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 you know, we plan to continue to evolve and keep our customers at the center, keep keep the end consumers in mind, so that you know, ultimately, we're producing products that are you know, safe, sustainable, and and smart solutions. And at the end of the day, work. And uh, I think that you know, the commitment of companies like Bostic and the and, and Norton and the teams there is is uh, vital to that. In, in supporting the producers well uh oh go ahead no uh, just just agreeing you know that's that's at the name at the, at the end of the day it's 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 what we do right that's what we wake up every day and, and look for ways to support our customers it's, it's it's the way it needs to be you know we and again we're fortunate to work in an industry where there's so many um opportunities for innovation and to participate in that and that that, that keeps things pretty exciting yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. It's uh, I've said this on a few episodes, but it's certainly never boring <laughs> working and working in hygiene and and working where I work at Bostic. We're, we're always trying to stay up to date and and, uh, and 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 keep keep not only our teams informed but customers informed about what's going on. And it's uh, it's definitely never boring. Well, thank you both for your time. I, I certainly appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to me today. And uh, I definitely learned a lot and got some great insights from both of you. And it clearly shows uh, the experience and the, the knowledge that both of you have gained in your time in the industry. So thank you both for your time. Yeah, thanks, Jack and Russ. It was a pleasure to participate in the Bostic podcast today. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Alan. And uh, thanks for your and Norton support over the years. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We've got some great episodes coming with more guests from both inside and outside of Bostic, and we're excited to be sharing those with you in the coming weeks. Attached to Hygiene is brought to you by Bostic and is hosted by me, Jack Hughes. It is produced and edited by me with the help of Paul Andrews, Michelle Tonkovitz, and Green Onion Creative. Our theme music is by Jonathan Boyle. You can follow Bostic for more hygiene industry insights on LinkedIn at Disposable Hygiene Adhesives or email us with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes at hygiene at bostic.com. That's H-Y-G-I-B-N-E at bostic.com. We'd also like to extend a special thank you to our guests today, Alan Ramsbeck from Nordson and Russ Stasinski from Bostic. You can contact Alan via any of Nordson's social profiles, which are included in the show notes. They are Nordson Adhesive Dispensing Systems on LinkedIn, at Nordson Adhesive on Twitter, and Nordson Adhesive Systems on Facebook. You can find Russ on LinkedIn, or you can feel free to address any emails to Russ at the hygiene at bostic.com email address I just mentioned. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the show, and share us with a friend or colleague. You can find Attached to Hygiene wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.